Well, but usually just, I don't get invited back ever again after the stuff I say and the dad jokes I make. So uh, <laughs> uh, just, you know, maybe don't speak too soon. That is probably going to be the intro to the call. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today, I am personally super excited about our guest. He's got about 20 years owning, operating, and advising within the restaurant space. He started out as an independent owner and now has sold over a 1,000 franchise units. He's an entrepreneur, franchise owner, meme machine, dad joke dispenser, and one of my personal marketing heroes. Our guest today, the VP of Franchise Development at Roll'em Up Taquitos, Paul Tran. Thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thanks for hyping me up, man. You you make me sound way cool. You should follow me along <laughs> after a, all of my events. <laughs> as that's right. As a fellow dad, it's like we have to do everything we can to make ourselves look cool. If anything, just to our kids. That's why I got this blue microphone. It still no, didn't work. Okay. So I'm glad you're focused on being cool. For some reason, ever since I got kids, I, I have this urge to want to say something to actually ruin their lives i I don't know there's just something (laughs) magical about making them cringe but that's another topic for another time i am absolutely in the same camp it is it is a daily goal of mine to make my kids either cringe or be like oh but anyways (laughs) well that's great so I'll, i'll i'll kind of start things off just real quick by saying you know when i when i first discovered you and your content online paul it was I stumbled upon through a post, uh, maybe it was a, a, a mutual post that, that you commented on, and I stumbled upon your your page. The The content was so funny. I was literally laughing out loud. Look, the, the memes, I just, I couldn't compose myself. And I, I told my team, I'm like, let's everyone jump on this call right now. We want to run through this feed and like, check out how funny these memes are, and they were great. They aligned perfectly to the brand and they were super engaging. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, man. I, um, I, I'm, I'm like a sucker for memes. Like I, one of my favorite things in life is just to laugh. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's funny because LinkedIn can get kind of dry, can get kind of boring. Uh, and yeah. also the franchise industry can get kind of antiquated and boring too. Uh, I felt like just making people laugh and disarming them for a bit, uh, is number one, like already make differentiating myself, but also it's all just naturally personally, like it's naturally me who I am. So I'm able to kind of still share insight and value, but after I've already disarmed them uh, with, with, with some laughter. So yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. If you wouldn't mind, I guess, why don't we just kick things off with you telling us a little bit about your background and kind of what got you to where you are? Yeah. Uh, so I've uh, been in the restaurant and the franchise world since 2005. Uh, I was still in college. I had this ridiculous idea to start a restaurant because in my mind, the story I told myself was how easy, how hard can it be? Um, and, <laughs> uh, you know, there was this restaurant that was in Southern California called The Boiling Crab. At the time, it was like the only Louisiana-style Cajun crawfish 
restaurant here in California. I know it's common in the South, but nothing was like it was nothing like it in California. And because they were the only game in town, um, you know, people were waiting two, three hours for for a table, no mm. matter what time of day. There's no such thing as like slow Taco Tuesdays for them. And so right. in my head, I had this idea like, man, I should just open a restaurant just to serve people unwilling to wait for two, three hours. I'm pretty sure there's enough business to like just sustain my store. And so mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was just having dinner there with a couple buddies, high, like childhood friends. Uh, one of my friends uh, is an incredible cook, uh, not by uh, culinary training, but he just had this amazing knack for eating things and he can like, uh, he, can, he can actually deconstruct and tell you what was in it. And so oh. we decided to just like, hey, like let's uh, let's steal this recipe and and uh, let's let's actually make our own concept. And so yeah. um, that was my last semester of college. Uh, I still had some student loans to blow uh, on this. This is education, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And then I also asked uh, some family friends for some money as well. Uh, and yeah, we decided to just go all, all in on a, on a space, and we we found a spot that was like old, torn down, left alone. Uh, cool story that. That, that, that was a noodle shop that was uh, actually owned by three guys who bought a lottery ticket at the same shopping center and won $55 million. Uh, and so, wow. they're just like, yeah, they're just like, screw this, we're out. And so, they left yeah. the store there. Thank goodness, because that's like conversion. Like, we've been able, we were able to take over old, you know, ventilations, hoods, all the equipment and uh, turn it into a store within a few months. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stories in that, but, you know, that's for another episode if uh, if uh, if I don't get kicked out and not invited back but um, <laughs> I, I pretty much ran it, my hunch was right we we were so busy right off the gate we ran it that successfully for three years and then uh, we just got bought out from a, a private investor who wanted to buy us out so at the time we were so young my friends wanted to go to uh, film school the other one wanted to go to engineering school so we decided to sell and thank goodness because we're not brilliant but we right then was when the economy tanked in 2008. Oh man, uh, the mortgage oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, uh, but during that time, um, we just got so many franchise requests, which was kind of cool, but we didn't know how to do it. So, just all these inquiries led me on a path to just you know research more about how to franchise. And uh, I I found this company called Francemart. Uh, they're based in DC, mm-hmm. uh, and they were kind of like a franchise incubator they take you know tiny brands and help them grow to like large scale uh, they grew like the franchising program for five guys when five guys burgers when it was just five stores um, and so um, yeah I, I wanted to learn the business so I asked if uh, they were hiring and uh, thankfully they were on uh, high growth and they they needed people so I, I jumped on and I, I worked for them for 10 years and I was one of their um, top you know salespeople and developers and helped a bunch of different brands grow. So my mentor mm-hmm. and the CEO of the company, Dan, taught me everything about how to take small brands with little proof of concept, but um, put systems around it, help the help taught me how to sell franchises and all you know everything in between. And so uh, worked for them for ten years, and then uh, during that time, one of our clients was the Halal Guys, the famous New York street food cart uh, in New York. At the time, they only had five carts. They didn't even have a brick and mortar store, uh, but uh, we were hired on to help them, you know, build the actual blueprint for franchising. And uh, during that time, I, I loved the brand so much, and I was missing the entrepreneurial itch. So I asked the owners if I could uh, buy the franchise and bring it here to California. Uh, uh, 
but still consult for them. So, so double dip. Uh, and uh, they agreed. And I ended up uh, buying the rights for Los Angeles and Orange County. And uh, currently today we own, uh, I, I built a team, I raised a small fund. And today me and a couple partners, we own uh, nine stores here in Southern California. We do about anywhere from 15 to 20 million a year in annual sales. Uh, and then I still consult here and there, but um, I left Ransmart in 2017. Since then, uh, I was trying to focus on just operating stores, but restaurant chains keep bugging me and, and asking for some help. And I, you know, I, I wanted to make sure these small mom and pops also still had access for growth. And so I still took on a consulting gigs. So um, that's what led me here today, doing doing both things. And um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying doing both. I, I feel like I benefit from doing both at the same time. I kind of have a pulse on on uh, being an operator and also being a brand owner too. So yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That, that serves you very well for not only for what you do with, with advising others, but obviously in growing your own business, you know, one of the things that's, that's super interesting. I learned in your background that Ian mentioned earlier that you'd sold over a thousand units, you know, yeah. through, through that experience. And then also, you know, with, with, uh, rolling up taquitos right now is just growing so rapidly. Like what would you say is like one of the most important aspects to, to local marketing? Yeah. Local marketing, uh, is, is key. If people don't know about you, you don't exist. Um, I think one of the most important things is just, I made this up and I like rhymes. So, uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's awareness and careness. Uh, awareness is, Again, if people don't know you exist, then, then 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 you don't exist. And also, a lot of times, customers don't even realize. I most of the customers that I I've talked to that come into the store and are, are raving fans. Most of the time, they're like, "I didn't even know you were here," uh, or "I didn't know," or "I didn't know that you did catering," or "I didn't know that you you know whatever it is." Um, and so, in my stores, I usually uh, you know train my staff to just be on. Um, did you know? Did you know mode, which means if they're a first time customer uh, and and the stores know that, then, you know, the, the staff should say like, hey, is it your first time? Uh, did you know that these are our you know best items? Uh, and you're mm -hmm. kind of able to like you're, you're able to curate an experience that they can enjoy, that they don't feel overwhelmed and they can enjoy and, and like come back and, and appreciate the hospitality. If it if it is a return customer. Uh, you know, our staff is like, oh, did you know, I don't know, we had, uh, we have a secret menu and customers are delighted and they get to learn more about that. Or did you know that we also did catering? Or did you know that we also have like a food truck that does like offsite events? Uh, and so a lot of times customers are just like, it's crazy how a lot of customers don't, you, you assume customers know, but they don't. And so uh, if you're able to get into that, did you know mode, uh, you're able to allow customers to more conveniently, you know, support your store. And also you're able to take, you know, it's like a, a battle reference where, you know, you have one more beachhead in the customer's mind and another beachhead in the customer's wallet. Uh, and so, you're, you know, they think of you more. So, and also careness, the a part of the awareness, careness is you just need to care enough. Like you just need to give a damn enough to tell customers, you know, you're, you see, you know, when you go inside a restaurant, you see a lot of people who, you know, they're just there for a job. You can clearly tell they don't enjoy their mm -hmm. job. And it's crazy because they could have easily just said, like, delighted the customer and educated the customer on another more convenient and enjoyable way to support your restaurant. You just got to care. That's all it takes. It's that one degree. Um, so awareness and careness. 
No, I love that. The the awareness piece, it's really interesting that the secret menu thing, I hadn't thought about that so much, but as you're as you're talking through it, it it's it's like it opens the door for you to connect with uh, your customers in a really like, it's like an organic way where it's like you're giving them a, a secret piece of information that they want to share with their friends. And that like yeah. that accelerates the word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, you're, in, you're in marketing too. So it, like, it's, you know, this more better than I do or anyone like people want to feel like if mm-hmm. you are able to to do something that helps with their status, right? Mm-hmm. People care about the status. Like, if you're able to give them like a secret menu, like that helps them look good in front of their friends and family and people, they, they want to do that. So the secret yeah. menu actually is pretty powerful. I don't know. Um, and there's like these communities online about like In-N-Out Burger where people just talk about the secret ways that you can enjoy the food. Like it's created its own culture, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so yeah, anyway. Very, it's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. The In-N-Out secret menu. Yeah. That's I always love secret menus, uh, and we could go we could go deep on that because there's some really cool stuff. Um, but I did want to 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 kind of shift a little bit into you know talking about some of the things that you've done. I, I mentioned earlier that your your marketing, like from a brand standpoint, I think is on point. It's I think you do a really good job. What are Thank some? You. Oh yeah, yeah. What are some things that you've done recently that you think have have proven to be really successful? you know, from, from a local marketing standpoint. So tagging on to, to that, that brand awareness and the stuff that you're doing on social, what else have yeah. you done a, at a local level? Um, you talking about like from selling franchises or actually like operating as a franchise or uh, as a store? Um, you could actually talk about both if you want. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I thank you for, you know, mentioning and noticing that I, I think, I think it's successful because it's authentic and true to yourself, right? Because this is my personality. You can't like shut it off. And I think that people feel like they need to have some kind of persona or have to be like super professional and held back. Um, I think that the more authentic and real you sound, like the more you are yourself. At the end of the day, people want to support people. Yeah, they want to support businesses. But again, at the end of the day, they truly support people, right? And so... Mm you need to have a personality to be a person. So uh, it's, I think it's a lot better and it's a lot more easy to differentiate from the competition if you actually continue to be yourself. Uh, Like, and so it it doesn't have to be humor for me. It's just laughter all day long and that's what works for me. And, um, and so I think that's what drives people. There's other people who are like, for example, like Chick-fil-A, like they are just like have a heart of hospitality and they want to do whatever it takes to customers. That's, that's their personality and it shines and that's, that's true to them. You just need to, you just need to find out what your like what your personality is like and be able to shine through it and just like double down on that. Another thing is, then the other thing is just consistency. I mean, you've seen like my content, like I, I'm committed to posting two, three times a week um, Mm. because I know I, I guess in sales and, you know, in marketing, like people will need to be touched on, 20, 30, sometimes a hundred times before they actually decide to engage with you. Like, so there's no shortcuts to that. Yeah, you can probably create one viral video or content, but that's not a game you can play. The game you can play is just being consistent every day, reminding customers that, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. You know, that develops a sense of trust. And that just, I, I can't tell you, there's been a couple I just recently signed a franchise deal for Roll'em Up, uh, a five-store deal in Houston. 
Oh, that guy cool. has been following me since 2016. Uh, and so, wow. uh, yeah, so, and, and it's a really profitable deal. We're really excited about it. And, but it took, it took someone to see my content for, for that long. Uh, that's in more yeah. of an extreme thing, but the, 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 the principle of just being consistent every day, uh, reminding customers you're there, reminding mm-hmm. them that you're there to help, uh, constantly adding just one extra piece of, um, insight. Like, for example, like every time I post something, yeah, there's a meme and there's a laughter part, but I try to also speak a little bit of wisdom in there too. Uh, but, oh, by the way, I'm teaching them a little bit more about unit economics or I'm teaching them a little bit more about, by the way, even though Roll'em Up is a tiny store, we do crazy sales because we do catering and we do offsite events. Mm. And, and I try to tell people like, if your customers don't go into the store, you need to go out and get them. Like mm-hmm. don't don't be so entitled or whatever to, to feel like customers need to go into your store. Like don't make that mm-hmm. excuse to go out and get them. So I get a lot of comments that say, Hey, by the way, you just changed my mind about how to do that. So just, just you have to be consistent. I mean, more than anything, you can be clever. You can create a viral thing. You can pay like twenty hundred, two hundred thousand dollars on a, an amazing video. But if you only do it once, then it, it, it you don't, you don't build trust. You build entertainment, but you have no trust, no consistency. So, I'm like mm-hmm. rambling, but I hope that helps. Very good. No, consistency, authenticity, and trust. I think all those things go hand in hand, um, especially, you know, you talk a little bit about, you know, it, it's kind of a long a long tail play, you know, if you're trying to sell sell units, you got to stay top of mind for a longer term. But for, for your, your marketing that's customer facing, like if you're pushing out three posts a day, you may just be pushing out the the post at the right time for that specific individual who happens to see your organic post. So I yeah. think it's that's a great tip for folks to to you know that if they're going to engage with their audience on a daily basis, be consistent um, and and continually push out content because you never know when a specific individual w- is going to happen upon your post and your feed. You know when it's relevant and recent. Yeah, yeah. You just have to do it. That's it. Yeah. I think that that kind of leads into the next segment we typically talk about, like what are some things that, that you suggest, you know, an operator could do today if they're, if they're maybe struggling to, to get some momentum or to, or to drive traffic into their stores, you know, today or this week, what is something that you'd suggest that they do just to, to get started with something? Yeah. Um, great question. And this is where I get super preachy, but the, I think most Preach. people, Uh, where's my pastor gown Um, (laughs) customers it's funny it's the whole chasing bright shiny objects thing I think most Mm. most businesses are so focused on trying to buy Facebook ads and Google ads and try to do new new customer acquisition and I, I you know I think there always needs to be a strategy for that but but a couple things number one it's getting more costlier Competition is a lot more stronger now. The response mm-hmm. rates are pretty bad. Like it's one to two percent is considered success mm-hmm. or standard, uh, and it's just not fun. Uh, you know, putting putting like campaigns out and not getting a really big response. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to challenge. I would like to challenge operators to, um, just like how people don't use you know they don't use more than ten percent of your 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 smartphone's capabilities. A lot of people don't like turn back around and look inside and like think about how they can engage better with their existing customers, right? It, like if you're able to compile like all of the customer emails and phone numbers 
people do want to get talked to. As long as you have something valuable to share with them, you should talk to your existing customers who have already tried your food. They love you. They trust you. And you just need to, again, did you know? Or like, by the way, here's here's your reminder to place an order with us and be the most convenient choice. They already trust and know that you're going to deliver a great product and, and service experience. Why aren't you capitalizing on that? Um, and so uh, I, I think... I think the easiest thing, the easiest win to like almost double your sales is just ask your customers to come in one one extra time more than you normally would bug them to. They're happy to support. They just need to know you want you just what is it? People want to help. They just need to know that you need help. Uh, it is it, pretty much one instantly profitable strategy. The other one is um, collaborations. Um, I, I I do some work with a, a coffee shop in LA called. Um, have you heard of Matt Black Coffee? Mm-mm. Uh, so Matt Black Coffee, you should check it out. It's the most aesthetically stimulating concept I've, I've seen in a long time. But um, the owner came from the streetwear business. He used to develop like cool streetwear for like rappers, like Kendrick Lamar and and Jay Z and all that stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. he he brought his 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 streetwear mentality into the coffee shop by doing collaborations every quarter he's committed to to doing one collaboration uh, a, a, a quarter so one day he would just create a collaboration with he was able to get the att- attention of disney so they created all this merchandise and all this stuff that's like disney slash coffee shop stuff and because of that like their stores got flooded like it was a grand opening again Next quarter, wow. do you know you know Harry's Razors? The yeah, yeah. So um, they did a collaboration with Harry's, where you know there's like merchandise that looks like a really cool razor, it, you know, because morning coffee, morning razor, morning shave, right? Yeah, and yeah. They, and they did another collab, and the store got flooded again, and they just like re-engineered a grand opening every quarter out of the same store, and it doesn't have the cool. collaboration. The collaboration doesn't have to be that massive and viral. You can just collaborate with your local, you know, business uh, to host like luncheons. You can do collaborations mm-hmm. with uh, just a local business where you can find interesting ways to serve your customer differently. Um, it's a great way to enge- like. I think it's a great way to just bring customers back into the store, uh, build more loyalty and, and excitement, and and it's crazy because it's also content too, right? So mm-hmm. um, collaborations is also the way to go too. So yeah. Very good suggestion. Reaching done. done. (laughs) Harry's, when you said Harry's in the coffee, I was was picturing like a latte with like a shaker of like, looked like beard hair sprinkled on the top of (laughs) You know what? That's one of those manly man type of uh, scenarios, but yeah. Oh man. (laughs) It's like Chuck Norris's whiskers that you're drinking. Oh my gosh. Gross. Did you grow up on those Chuck Norris uh, jokes at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There's one that was told me recently. I hope you don't mind. It, it says, uh, Tell it. Jesus may walk on water, but but Chuck Norris swims on land or something like that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They're so ridiculous, but so, so funny. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was like the start of memes was like yeah. Chuck Norris jokes. For sure. I loved it. Oh, man. So speaking of uh, speaking of memes, you know, you, you let me know that that you liked to do uh, or you like to, uh, let me start this, let me start this part over. <laughs> so speaking of memes, you mentioned to me that you, you like the laser eye meme every time, <laughs> Yes, which, which I thought is hilarious. Cause it's like, if you, if you look up just laser eye memes, they're just, they're all over the board. 
they're just they're, they're hilarious. They're, they're so good, <laughs> yeah. so good. But you also let me know that that you're a big War Machine fan. It's, it's <laughs> well, so, I, I love I love the the Avengers in general, but I, I felt like yeah. War Machine is like the most stacked, <laughs> the stacked he's hero stacked. like ever. Yeah, and he's underrated. Like he does, he doesn't get as much like you know airtime. Uh, historically is, is, as other heroes do, which I, I think is a really cool hero as well. So, all right. So real quick, I just wanted to, you know, throw this information to the AI and, and try to get an image of, of Paul as war machine. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. I wish I looked like that. Oh my it's gosh. <laughs> it's Thank pretty you. cool. But what's funny is AI speaking of war machine being just undersold, like, it did not know what War Machine was, but it knew what Iron Man was. So I just had to crank crank out an Iron Man uh, type image and take down the the uh, saturation. But well, that's it, proof that uh, AI still has a long way to go if they don't know who War Machine is. So it does. Well, it's funny is I I had another guest uh, that I that I recently uh, spoke with <laughs> that they they were all about CrossFit. It would not generate like a CrossFit game. I'm like, come on, guys, CrossFit. What? But, it, you know, it made me angry. It made me look like this, uh, this version with the laser eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, was, this must've been so much fun for you, man. This is so fun to watch. look at. <laughs> I was, I was literally, this one was a late night one where I was laughing. I'm like, man, this is so good. And my son came in, he's like, oh, this is so cool. And then oh. I was like, well, what can I, how can I tie this back to his business? And I thought maybe <laughs> heating up a plate of taquitos with some laser eyes might do the trick. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so incredible, man. Thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me some attention on this one. This one's so cool. Oh, uh, you bet. You bet. Can I use this for my own stuff? A hundred percent. I was hoping that I might see this in a meme one day with a funny caption. So oh, we'll it's see what happening. happens. It is happening. It is happening. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so much, Justin. You bet. Well, hey, before we sign off, you know, who's who's someone that that you'd like to shout out that you think is doing something really good? And it can't be yourself because you're crushing it in the local marketing oh, uh, uh, <laughs> arena. But who's someone else who you think is doing some really cool stuff or really interesting things out there? Um, can I talk on ro about Roll em Up? Yeah, you can talk um, about Roll em Up. So a person I want to shout out to is, um, I mean, the, the entire leadership team is incredible. I, I, it's hard to not like mention everyone, but if when it comes to marketing, um, I'd like to give a shout out to Crystal Miller. Crystal Miller is our, our VP of marketing. And the moment she came into our company, like earlier this year, um, mm. she, she brought in like three catering clients ready to order like 200 to 300 taquitos immediately like she brought instant value so um but anyway she she actually her background is really interesting she came from raising canes so raising uh -huh. canes i think is world class when it comes to marketing and building local community uh active engagement and so you know raising canes is always good about like all the football games and all the sports events and stuff like that so she brought yeah. that playbook with a, with her to to roll them up and since she's joined we've like we've given away a ton of food to like uh football camps uh if you're a football fan uh kenny clark did a um penny Clark from the green bay packers did like a sports camp here in riverside county and uh gave away a bunch of food and guess what like that weekend all the stores with like all the like five stores within within that that sports camp area jumped up anywhere from twenty to forty percent. 
Um, she's also been instrumental at like pitching to USC, uh, USC Athletics. Uh, and now we are like the official food partner for USC Athletics. And we just needed to bust through their doors and just give them taquitos and like and, and sell them that way. Uh, and since then, we've been uh, doing all their their sports events. And not only that, um, every weekend we I, I, we hear, we get more orders for catering from from the from the athletic department uh, and from uh, from the academic departments as well. Uh, and so she's just a, a killer at, at just putting us out there. Uh, and it's nothing, nothing too like secretive. It's just like, she's just like, again, she just gives a damn, she cares and she just needs to put, she just knows just like Costco, you just need to put a free sample in, in their hands and the rest yeah. should be able to sell itself. You just need to give a damn. You just need to try. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. um, she's just been incredible at that. I, I, I <laughs> not only that, not only the sports stuff, but she also recently, um, she noticed we got like an 800 person catering order. Uh, for for a wedding, like they actually want to serve taquitos wow. at the wedding. Wow. I don't know, I don't know if you saw my meme about the wedding, and I'll send it to you. But that one was hilarious. But um, but yeah, ever since that, she's just like, why don't we show up at the wedding expo? So roll them up, had a table at the wedding expo, which is the wildest thing. And guess what? We got like a ton of wedding contacts, but we got uh, even though we didn't get more wedding orders, but guess what? We got two birthdays. And we are now catering to the city of Riverside, the government, and they're ordering food from us every week now. Wow. So, Great so, for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We just need to put ourselves out there. I think a lot of owners are afraid or they don't have time, but you, you need to make the time. But she's, she, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. So anyway, I can yeah, just speak very, about her forever, but she's, she's a killer. Very cool. Yeah, showing up at unconventional, like conventions or events like that's a that's a really good example of of why you should do it i would have yeah. never thought to go to take taquitos to the wedding event but yeah right makes right. sense yeah <laughs> she's amazing so yeah it's crazy enough it just might work <laughs> yeah well i mean i mean you're a big the biggest you're you're the only one there that's willing to try it yeah. so um of course you'll stand out and i think the food is good enough to where I mean, the food had to be good, but you need, you just need yeah. to put it out there. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and people at the event are hungry and you're giving yeah. out samples. They're going to try it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So how can listeners follow you, follow your brand? Um, I, I'd say that the best way to follow is uh, through my website. It's uh, paultran.com. I think that is the mm-hmm. gateway to all my social stuff, including the LinkedIn uh, account where you and I are, are connected and engaged and, and laughing together. Um, and um, yeah, you also find out everything else that I do too. But yeah, that'll probably be the, the best starting point. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. It's actually really funny. I love your website. I'm like, I'm gushing about Paul. I'm like, I'm in, I'm all in on Paul Tran. (laughs) You're too kind, man. Thank you. (laughs) There's some, you have some really cool creative stuff. You have a podcast, you have a newsletter, like F around and find out like literally (laughs) EFF around and with a graph on there, like that show the direct correlation between effing around and finding out. (laughs) Well, okay. Okay. I, I, I have to tell everyone, encourage everyone, like none of these ideas are original. It's, it's 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 stolen and repurposed. Like what is it? Uh, I R and D. Uh, it's not yeah, yeah. research and development. It's rip off and duplicate. It's uh, <laughs> is, is how you is sh- how to do it. So yeah, I steal that from all over the place, but I make it work for what I do. So yeah, very I'm cool. Like but it. you're doing a great job. Great job. Yeah. So, Thank you, man. 
You bet. So that about does it for today. We'll make sure that you follow and subscribe to Paul uh, and, and to Roll Up Taquitos on social. Check out his website. If you're in Southern California, Texas, Arizona, Vegas, stop in to roll them up. Check them out. It looks delicious. I'm not in any one of those areas, so let me know when you're coming to Charlotte. Um, but if you're looking into, into owning a successful franchise, maybe in Charlotte, check these guys out because they're growing really quickly. Um, Paul, ton of fun having you in the lab today. Thanks again for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Hopefully I was helpful and um, yeah, it was just fun laughing with you at the very least. So thank you, man. You bet. As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E. And on X at Evocalize Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.